Are you looking for new books to read? Do you like finding a new special author? Are you tired of the same old books from the same old authors? Well then, welcome to Discovered Wordsmiths, a podcast where you can hear from fantastic new authors. Join Steven Schneider as he finds and talks to authors you may not know, but authors that have worked hard to write great new books. Hear about their book and why you should check it out. So sit back and listen to today's Discovered Wordsmith. Now, now this story is really more more about one of the guys that was traveling with us, but it was funny. On one of the, we, we would have a few weeks in the spring and summer with bookings in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand Hotel and Haras at Lake Tahoe. Generally, there'd be concert bookings in other parts of the country. And in, early, in the early 70s, we did a public television broadcast from a concert in Edmonton, Canada. On one of the early tours, when we were performing music from Lost Horizons, with an expanded group of singers, we normally traveled with three or four lady singers. Another session singer friend, Tom Baylor, who later also had great success with his own songwriting, was part of the group. One night after one of the concerts we did in Michigan, we were sitting in a lounge in a big round booth, Bert, myself, a couple of the musicians, when we noticed making his way through the dining room toward our table, a very strange looking gentleman clad in white chef's uniform and pushing a wobbly cart with a huge salad bowl and other cooking accessories. The strange-looking gentleman was wearing a white cap, a mustache, and glasses that covered most of his face, and was rather exaggeratedly bouncing along through the assemblage of booths and tables, doing a very strange little entry dance. As he approached our table, he bowed graciously and announced that he was there to prepare a special Caesar salad for the maestro as a gift from the hotel. He then began wildly tossing the lettuce up into the air, sending it to land everywhere, a shower of crispy greens all over our table, the floor, and the surrounding area. It was then we realized that the chef was Tom Baylor, up to his usual fun tricks. Happily, Bert was laughing too as he settled back and returned to sipping his Johnny Walker red. There's more of, let's see, we did an Australian tour. Let me see. Oh, would you like to hear about the project that I, where I wrote the lyric for Bert? I wrote yeah, a lyric. Yeah. One of those, um, let's see. I won't go back into the background, but Bert at one time, I'm trying to find the beginning of this. Bert had thought to write an album, create an album that was the story of a woman from a woman's point of view or the story of life. That evolved into rather a collection of a number of stories, a number of songs that were written by women lyricists. Libby Titus wrote one, the, the, the famous singer that was involved with James Taylor at one time. I can't think of her name now. Anyway. Yeah, um, I, I know who you're talking about and it's escaping me too. Yeah. So anyway, by the time we were working on that woman album, I had been performing with Bert for nearly a decade. The concert vocal group had been reduced from four to three girl singers, and I was doing a lot of solo work with him as well as the group work. Libby Titus, another songwriter who had written one of the songs with Bert for the album, was coming with us to Houston to perform her vocal. Bert called me in my hotel room when we got to Houston and asked if I would try to give Libby some emotional support regarding her performance there in Houston. She suffered from pretty severe stage fright at that time and had gone through some hypnotherapy to try to address it, but she still seemed to him very nervous about the performance. Can you just try to encourage her, maybe spend a little time with her, he asked. He also asked me to learn the song in the event that she just was not able to do it. 
I said, of course, and I also, of course, was torn because I wanted to be helpful to Bert. I wanted to be a good friend and to be kind to Libby. But on the other hand, if she was too scared to sing her song, I might get to sing it. It was very different from the song I'd written with Bert, longer in the version we did for the album, and I loved the musical feel of it, what to do. In the end, of course, I did learn the song, as Bert asked me to do, but I also made a special point of spending time with Libby, and I tried to be encouraging. She and I had also done some writing together at Bert's suggestions, but we hadn't come up with anything yet that was a finished product. I decided to be relentlessly supportive to Libby, as I knew it was really something she wanted to try, this live performance before a concert audience. And when it came time for her to step onto that stage, she did a great job with the performance. I was happy for her and proud, but her hypnotherapist must be given credit for the sudden transformation of confidence as she moved into the spotlight. No one but Bert and myself would ever have known she was nervous. Nice. Wow. So that sounds like a really great book. I hope some people get it after this and are interested in hearing about that because like you said, movies and music have changed so much from the 60s to now and stuff. So I think it's a great history, a reference almost to how things used to be and how they've changed. I love that. I hope it I hope that people will enjoy the journey through the pages. Sally, I appreciate you taking some to talk to me. The book sounds wonderful. And I wish you luck with what you're working on to get ready for it. Not slowing <laughs> down. You. I love that also. Thank you so much, Steve. This has been just delightful. Thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you. Hi, if you enjoyed this episode of Discovered Wordsmiths, please support the author. Go to their website, go to Amazon, look them up, get the book. And if you click on the link that I have in the show notes, you'll also help support the podcast so I can keep the hosting and all the software I use and uh, keep it running for, to help more authors. When I am recording this, we've got over 100 episodes, lots of authors. Go to the website, discoveredwordsmiths.com. Check it out. There's a lot of great authors, probably in some genre that you love. See what they have. Check out their books. That's what the point of the podcast is for. So people can discover new authors, find some new books they love, support the authors so they can continue writing. So please support them. And if you do like the podcast, if you've been thinking of podcasting or you're a writer, I've got some links also at the website. Click on those if you're interested in any of the software or services that I talk about. Everything that I have there is something I use. So I've got an affiliate link. Again, it's a little bit, if everyone clicked on those, if they were going to get it anyway, it helps keep the podcast going. So let's all help each other out, discover more authors to read. Thank you for listening to Discovered Wordsmiths. Come back next week and listen to another author discuss the road they've traveled and maybe sometime in the near future, it might be you.